Hey y'all, this is Albert Einstein. I'm here in Cancun for MTV's Summer Block Party. We're going to be rocking and rolling all week long here in sunny Cancun. We're going to start the week off right with a new Radcast, where they will be talking about my favorite year, 1998. They will talk about the famous movies, events, music albums from that year, including my favorite music album, Hillbilly Deluxe by Rob Shombie. So hold on to your hats, because the Radcast starts in... 5, 4, 3, 2... Extreme Close-Up! Yeah, so the other night, like, I went downstairs and opened the door, and without any prompting, the guy's just like, you can kiss my grits, and then he shot me with a tranquilizer dart. Oh, my goodness. And, um, so that's the last time we order from Domino's. Well, I, I, we need Pizza Hut's better. Rock and roll McDonald's and a Pizza Hut. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that big, big man yeah. from... That did that song for supersize me. The super for the guy, the big big man ate a bunch of McDonald's. Big belly boy. Yeah, I actually kind of, I actually like. Anytime in high school we would watch Supersize Me, on like a slow day, I'd get really excited because yeah. like it's a, it's actually enjoyable. No homework. Yeah, no homework. Supersize me. Supersize, supersize the American. The part I didn't dream. like is the first time he ate the supersize meal oh, yeah, and, and he, he starts throw, throwing up. Throws up outside of his car. Yeah, so, I mean, that's what you get, I guess. Morgan Spurlock. Yeah, God punishes those who supersize their meals. Yep. Anyway, welcome to the Radcast, everybody. <laughs> Hello. After that little disclaimer um, against supersizing, that's actually why they don't offer supersize anymore. Yeah. It's because the church got involved, and yeah. it's a big mess. Yep, exactly. Anyway, we're not going to get all political and religious here on the Radcast. We like to talk about fun things. Fun <laughs> things. Mun things and a lot of honey bun things. Yeah. So all those things you just said and all those things happened, I'm sure, in 1998 to somebody because that's exactly what we're talking about today. We're going to continue our year-by-year retrospect of the decade of 1990, of the 1990s, of the 90s. So a couple episodes ago, we did 1999. We uh, we had fun doing that. That was really fun. That was fun. awesome. That and, was a lot of fun. And yeah. plus, that was one that we got a lot of response on. People were like, hey, I like this idea. I like what yeah. you guys are doing. And, you know, at first, I, I felt I felt like like when we recorded 1999, mm-hmm. I was like, I feel like we could have been a bit more informative. Right. But we had a lot of response and like... That was I liked your guys' coverage. Like mm-hmm. I, I I felt one of the biggest compliments was from our Tyler Strickland. Tyler Strickland yeah, he said like guest. it it put me in 1999. Mm-hmm. So that's not us trying to brag or no. like pat, our, pat ourselves on the back. It's more so like that's what we wanted to accomplish it's, it's, with something like it's that. Reinforcement that we're gonna keep going with yeah. this, and it, mm-hmm. it made me excited mm-hmm. to do 1998 yeah. so that's what we're going to do is 1998 yep. so before we jump into it uh we just want to continue on with this housekeeping stuff that we started last episode uh that i'm very surprised it took us this long to start with this top yeah. of the top of the show stuff but we are you know 
on social media. So just we want to plug the socials real quick. Uh, we're on Instagram. Go follow us. Go you know like whatever you want to like on there. Uh, we're at the Radcast on Instagram. Mm-hmm. We're the Radcast on Facebook. Uh, we're not on Twitter yet. I don't know if we're gonna be on Twitter. I think yeah, be, we'll be on Twitter. Be, I just yeah, it's it'd be I've smart. Just, it's to be it's on a Twitter. mixture of being lazy and also knowing myself. I'm not active on my own Twitter. Right. But this will give me an incentive to kind of stay more engaged. Yeah. You know, Twitter's a viable, you know, oh, yeah. it's outlet for, for promotion sure. and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. Um, so that, and then anywhere you listen to podcasts, uh, go like us, follow us, um, comment, share, subscribe on outlets like Spotify and iTunes and Apple Podcasts and Stitcher and really anywhere and, you find your podcast. And I was trying to burp. Oh, Sorry. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> I was going to say, dude, we, I, I didn't, did we, find ourselves on a new platform no um, well, but i'm sure we're on platforms we the other day i heard about a bunch of other podcast apps i was like didn't even know they existed yeah because someone's like are you on there and i was like probably yeah and <laughs> one uh, one outlet we need to get see about getting on to see if our feed gets to is pandora pandora's yeah. getting into mm-hmm. the podcast game yeah uh but you know go on there again like follow up subscribe on itunes make sure and always cringe doing this but it's uh, like we mentioned last week the um the algorithms on iTunes are in such a way to where the five-star ratings pile up, and that's mm-hmm. how you kind of get exposure. So go on iTunes, give us a five-star rating, uh, give us some feedback, even if you're just saying, you know, I listened, and that's yeah. all you say. But, yeah. like, just let us know how you like the podcast because we are doing this. We do it for ourselves, but mainly we want to entertain all of you out there. Mm-hmm. So a part of being entertaining are these segments we try to stay consistent with yep. before we go to break and before we get into the meat and potatoes of what we're talking about. And uh, what we want to do here this episode is something a little different. So for yeah, those of you who are, so there's this yeah. trend of reaction videos on YouTube, right? And like reaction content, and there's this there's there's interest from people to watch other people react to mm-hmm. things, and so we thought we'd do one of those on here, yeah, today, yeah. Seems strange because usually that requires some sort of visual, but I think you I think you'll get the same uh, the same excitement that you would get if you were to watch us on YouTube doing this. Yeah, exactly. So you know. Like Matt said, it won't be exactly the same, but we'll try and bring that experience to you nonetheless. So a big movie coming out in the next couple weeks is the first MCU release after Endgame, which is Spider-Man Far From Home. Endgame's been out long enough to where... You know, spoilers are going to hit you. Far From Home's been out long enough to where they incorporate spoilers. So Mm -hmm. what we're going to do right now before our first break and before we get into talking about 1998 is we're going to do a little reaction video to Spider-Man Far From Home. Yep. What what, what would really help is if you watch the trailer along with our reaction. (laughs) So as soon as Matt says, I'm hitting play right now. So at the beginning of the trailer, Tom Holland comes on screen and he's like, there's going to be spoilers. (laughs) There's going to be spoilers in my movie. (laughs) And then he's like, if you haven't seen Sorry, Endgame, if you haven't seen Endgame yet, don't, don't watch this because it's going to be spoilers. <laughs> and then he's like, oh, it's going to be spoilers. Mick Jagger comes yeah, on. Yeah, Mick Jagger like, comes on. He's like, oh, why didn't you tell me? He's like, oh, he's, he's, he's like, press play and stop me up. <laughs> anyway, um, whenever, so skip forward and then. When Matt says, so right after Tom Holland's intro, that's when yeah. Matt says press play. So just to think of it as a commentary track yeah, sure. to, to, what you, to what you just, <laughs> yeah, that's it. to what you're watching. Exactly. So I'm hitting play right now. Desire, man. Hey. Hey, it's John Favreau. 
He was in the movie Made. They told oh. Spider- I didn't know Spider-Man was going to be in. Oh, he's got... He's got the multi-arms. He's got, this, he's got the Spider-Man costume. He's flipping around. Oh, calm down. Calm down. He's talking to the cops. Probably about donuts or something. He's probably talking to the cops because uh, Spider-Man... Uh, he's all... Yep. Oh. I had no idea Spider-Man was going to be in this movie. Well, you calm down. And then he's yelling at him, and that girl shows up, then playing. And then there's a bunch of things. And they're like, there's laugh. There's going to be some funny things because they're all laughing. His fat friend got knocked out. Ernie, who's in the name? who's in the corner? Who's in the shadows. It's the but it's that pirate Dick guy. Fury. Whoa, is that Buzz Lightyear? No, it's, oh, no, no, that's Buzz Aldrin. That's the Buzz astronaut? Al- the real the astronaut? astronaut. And there's the Sandman, Rock rock Boy. Then the How I Met Your Mother Woman, This Summer. <laughs> this Summer. <laughs> Hydro Guy. There's the Water Guy. Oh, my God, there's fire on that building. There's the thing in the fire. And it's, he's got a new costume. Oh, my God, he's got a new costume. Black. Black, black costume. Like, he's like, this is, maybe Batman's going to show up. Black costume man. And then Fishbowl Boy. And he's walking down into places in Europe. He's blowing green goop. And he's talking to uh, the girl. The really morose the, girl. The girl. He's got green. Oh, be quiet. Quiet. Tornadoes. He, he, he took his glasses off. He took his glasses off. Tony Stark. He totally took his glasses off. He totally took his glasses off just like Toby Stark. This is, and there's Iron no Man. more Iron Man. Iron Man. He's not dead. Tony Stark's not dead. There he is. He's running up to. Uh, there he is. Spider-Man: Far From. I knew that's what this was called. I knew it. The plane. The X-Men. 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 X-Wing. X-Wing. And then he's John, talking to the John kids. Favreau said, "Let's get out of here." He's pitching a new movie. And he's like, "I am. I go. Let's go. Let's go." July second. Oh man, that looks boring. That's gonna be a boring movie. Anyway, what's not going to be boring is after a short commercial break here, we're going to get in to the rip-roaring raucous year of 1998. So stay tuned. We'll be right back on the Radcast. Don't worry, Mr. Hutz is still here to take care of us. We now return. <laughs> Don't touch my stuff. To the Radcast. Hey, this isn't the YMCA. Let's get into why most people hopefully are actually here for, because yeah. I don't think anybody would be here for something they didn't know yeah. they were getting into, like a reaction video. Right. Anyway, 1998. So a big thing. Let's just get this out of the way. 1998 was the birth of our younger brother, Tyler. A little baby brother boy. He's a little baby. He's a beautiful baby boy. <laughs> Who just turned 21 last yeah. month. Which which some people are like, well, isn't that weird? And I'm like, eh, not, not really. really. <laughs> not really. I mean, we're only six and a half years older than him. Yeah. So it's not like too uh, Life weird. goes on, like, I guess. Whatever. Yeah. I will say the most important thing about 1998 for me was that was the first time I ever went to Six Flags. There you go. So like Tyler was just a few months old and we mm-hmm. went to Six Flags, all of you know the five of us kids. And uh, that was pretty awesome. And I'll always remember yeah. that. That was fun. Yeah. 
So some other things that are also worth note besides our first trip to Six Flags, we're going to go about this the way we did with 1999, mm-hmm. and we're going to go through name movies, albums that came mm-hmm. out, songs, sports, and world events. Yeah, and and uh, something we're gonna we added in there mm-hmm. since the last one is video games, right? Which is crazy because you listen back and you're like, how did we not mention video games? Exactly. I think we should start implementing comic books as well, yeah. comic book events, and like toys you know, so we keep anything, building on yeah we're, ex- we're building forward as we're moving backwards. exactly yeah. so yes actually speaking of moving backwards i'd like to say something yeah right at the top here so as i listened back and i was doing research on 1998 i'd like to make a few um changes to the 1999 episode so first of all in movies in 1999 i think we said saving private yeah. ryan came out in 1999 no it was up for the 1999 like best at, picture but for the 98 best picture at the 1999 oh. Oscars, but it uh, came out in yeah, 1998. Yeah. Same thing yeah. with Shakespeare in Love. Another yeah. thing in 1999, In Memoriam. I don't know how we missed Owen Hart. Of course. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Oh, King of the, Hearts. If, for those of you that don't know, um, professional wrestling, the Hart family are royalty in Canada, Stampede Wrestling mm-hmm. in Canada, and then Brett and Owen Hart made it big in the WWF. Brett Hart is one of the greatest ring technicians of all yeah. time, multiple-time world champion. Owen Hart, ring technician. Was getting there. Well, yeah, he was, was amazing. He was he was amazing in the ring, and he was loved by everybody. He didn't have an enemy, and he was mm-hmm. hilarious. I love hearing stories about his pranks and his mm-hmm. ribs and stuff like that on everybody. He had a fatal freak accident in the middle of a pay-per-view in 1999 yeah. and what gets under a lot of people's skin is they kept going with the pay-per-view yeah and but i heard somebody who was in the crowd say it was at the kemper arena in kansas city so it's a few hours from yeah. here in st louis somebody in the crowd say they didn't know what was going on till after the show so if you end the show there they're like everybody's going to be pissed off and yeah. they're like, well, what's going on? Cause no, it, it wasn't yeah. common knowledge that Owen Hart passed away, but due to a freak accident, he passed away and it was really just a huge blow to the world of professional wrestling. Yeah. So that, and then one more thing I want to add a, I, to us as a cult classic, it's a really overlooked movie, oh, yeah, Disney channel movie, but Disney channel movie called punks. And this one's for Tyler Strickland as well. Yeah. Cause he's the one he like, he's the only person, other person that we know who appreciates this movie. Look up the movie punks. A young Jessica Alba is in there. Mm-hmm. Henry Winkler, Randy, Cra- Randy Quaid. It's a movie that we loved as kids and watched again as adults. And to us, it holds up. Yeah. So, Away from 1999 and Matt, let's get started with 1998. Yeah, so 98 in terms of movies, Saving Private Saving Ryan. Saving Private Ryan. Blade, the first Blade movie came out. Exactly. So not only was it strides with African-American, you know, black lead actors, mm-hmm. it was a superhero movie. Yeah. And so it was really the first superhero movie probably since Batman 89 that showed that you can do comic book movies. And it's or a, comic book movies, yeah. not superhero it's movies. It's a Marvel yeah. property, yeah, too. Yeah, it's a Marvel property, so... That sort of set the tone for a lot of thing, like for a lot of what people can do with comic book movies. Yeah, um, and it just so happens that the main protagonist, I guess, protagonist, he's uh, kind of an anti. He's yeah, he's an antihero. Blade but, is a reformed vampire. Yeah, uh, it was um, a black man. So yeah. that's cool. Exactly. Uh, the Big Lebowski. Big Lebowski. Classic. Yeah. Uh, Godzilla. Matthew Which, Broderick. Romp. It's it's a terrible movie, but I do remember the Taco Bell toys, and yeah. I, I do remember a lot of the fanfare behind Godzilla. I think we had a coloring book. That's for the Godzilla. big thing with a lot of these is regardless if the movie was good, I remember the marketing like Batman and Robin. That 
was 97, mm-hmm. but that sucked. But I remember the marketing for that a whole lot. Yeah. Like the and, Pop-Tarts and stuff and like we'll, that. And we'll jump back to kind of what was next. But I think Godzilla, and every time I think Godzilla, I think the movie Small Soldiers, which yeah. came out ar- around the same time. Yeah, that came out in 98 as well. Mm-hmm. Armageddon. Don't yeah. want to close my eyes. Don't want to fall asleep. Don't want to miss Let's you, baby. Because I miss Cause you. Don't want to miss you, baby. Don't yeah. want to miss the thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. American History X, which is a brutal movie. Brutal, but it's a great, a great movie. movie. Edward Norton mm-hmm. turns in a great performance. Yeah. And um, Edward Furlong still, although hate him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Exactly. Mulan. Mulan, which another great soundtrack. It, it, it it's a great soundtrack, and I love you know. I'll make a man out of you is great, and then I really love the song. Um, You'll be in my heart. Colors of the wind. Not, not you'll be in my heart. The reflection song. Yeah. yeah. I mean, with all the reflections yeah. of the wind. I really yeah. love this song. That's why I can't remember the title yeah. of it. When will my reflection show who I am inside? Exactly. In who I've laid inside. That's a great, yeah. that's a great song. Uh, Truman Show. Truman Show. Bugs Life. Bugs Life. Um, ants. <laughs> ants. <laughs> ants. <laughs> They're biting me. I, I just want to make a movie that's more yeah. earnest. Uh, it's, it's, called, it's called Ants. It's Woody Allen. Yeah. Because Woody Allen... Is in that movie. Yeah, so Sylvester Stallone. Sylvester Stallone. And he says the classic. He says the classic line, "You the ant." Yeah. Um, so it's it's funny that you had Bugs Life and Ants one two like right there. <laughs> well, yeah. Um, Ever after with Drew Barrymore, Drew Barrymore uh, Small Soldiers, yeah. which I always wanted to see when I was a kid because uh-huh. I was like, "This looks awesome." Did you know that the soldiers are the bad guys? I think I actually kind of knew. I, it took me a couple years. I didn't know outright because the soldiers are kind of at the forefront of everything. And then yeah. the, uh, I don't know who are the good guys. They're like guys. natives. The natives yeah. are like behind in it. And all the promotional stuff, the natives are behind the soldiers. Yeah, yeah. So like as a kid, you think the soldiers are the good guys. Right. And they're not. Yeah. Which I was, not only did I grow up, I didn't watch this movie until I was in my 20s and I didn't like it because mm-hmm. I thought it sucked. Um, I Then I was also, oh, these are the bad guys. My coloring books told me differently. Yeah, exactly. Um, so Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. Overrated. Overrated movie. Overrated. Um, wild Things. Okay, uh, well, with uh, with oh, a wild, with wild Things, ask anybody who worked at Blockbuster back in that year and the, the heads and the, the tracking on the tapes were probably messed up because... Scenes in there probably cause people to rewind it a whole lot. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Waterboy, Water which I didn't gain an appreciation for. So there was a the the stable of Bill, uh, the stable of Adam Sandler movies we watched most as a kid were Billy Madison, Happy Gilmore, and Big mm-hmm. Daddy. So yeah. Waterboy was something that was on t- and Wedding Singer. Duh. Yeah, duh. So I love that comes wedding, up later. Wedding Singer is my favorite. Um, but Waterboy would always come on TV, but I never sat down and watched yeah. it because honestly, I thought it was kind of dumb. Waterboy's great. It's hilarious. It's hilarious. Um, let's see. The Parent Trap, Lindsay Which Lohan. It's actually pretty enjoyable. It's pretty good. The Wedding Singer, best Adam probably Sandler the best, movie. Best um, Adam Sandler movie. My favorite Adam it has, Sandler. It is that turn for Adam Sandler to where like he, you could see he had heart and he could well, be tender, but still be up, like yeah, silly. Yeah, up to that point, those movies had like you know your Happy Gilmore's mm-hmm. and your Billy Madison's. He played the protagonist, but he he played these idiotic, doofy hey. characters. Yeah. Hey. Yeah, like who have like anger management issues, but like, or I guess in Wedding Singer he does too. But he's like very sincere Mm -hmm. and very heartfelt in this movie. And plus, it's got a killer '80s soundtrack. Oh, I love it. It's great. Uh, There's something about Mary. It's classic. Brett Favre's acting debut. Uh, Rush Hour. Yeah, we'll leave that there. Uh, You've got mail. You've got mail. Yeah, Bride of Chucky. Bride of Chunky. Can't hardly wait, which is a great Great movie. movie. Yeah. Um, Patch Adams, another great movie. Coast with uh, Robin Williams, which 
it, I get kind of disappointed because the, the, it's based on a true story and the real Patch Adams hated the movie, but yeah. I love Robin Williams' performance and co-starring Monica Potter, Monica Potter. Potter, or as I knew her as a kid, not Julia Roberts. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, Pokemon, the first movie. Yeah. I remember crying when Psyduck was smacking himself. Yeah. So that, I guess that's another kind of, Jeff brought to our attention, that's another change from a goof we had in 99. I think we mentioned that was when the first movie came yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. 98 was 98, when the first movie yeah. came out. Um, let's see. So we also have Night at the Roxbury. Night at the Roxbury's. Um, the Avengers, not not, yeah. not the Marvel heroes. Yeah. So a remake of the '60s television Ray Fiennes show. Fines and uh, um, Uma Thurman. Yeah. Uh, Blues Brothers 2000, which shouldn't have yeah, been made. No. Uh, Psycho, which is just like a shot for shot, literally a shot for shot remake of the original with, with zero the zero intensity that the yeah, original exactly. Has. Um, Vince Vaughn does not have the charisma and screen presence of anthony perkins no. either uh basketball which is it's it's all right it's all I'm right not, i'm yeah. not like i'm not really a huge fan of south park or matt stone or trey parker but yeah. i realize the genius they yeah. have uh almost heroes chris farley's, chris farley's last, last role or dirty, th- dirty work i think dirty work was it was his last like like starring forefront yeah, star yeah. role yeah um so what else uh almost heroes hope floats hope Harry Connick Jr. I thought this. I thought that movie came out in 1996. When I saw 1998, I was like, yeah. "Really?" Yeah. And for some reason, I said that recent. <laughs> uh, man, that wasn't that long ago. City, City of, of the Angels, Angels which Iris, Cage, Iris, Voodoo Dolls, which is yeah, on Dizzy Up the, the Girl. Best thing that um, came from. Funny it. thing, going back to Six Flags, the the biggest thing I remember of City of Angels besides the Iris music video, because that has scenes of City of Angels. Is yeah. I guess Crow City of Angels, <laughs> right? Um, but. Uh, they're outside of, uh, they had like this diner, like burger place diner or whatever mm-hmm. at Six Flags and they had movie posters up and one of the movie one posters City was City of, of Angels. Angels. City of the Angels. Uh, Halloween H2O. Great sequel. Good. It, yeah, it's a fun one. I like, I kind of like the sequels. Jamie Lee Curry. Oh, I love from, the sequels From like those horror, from like, Friday the 13th and and uh, Halloween. I kind of like those sequels. Plus, Jamie Lee Curtis coming back right. to play Laurie Strode. Lethal Weapon 4. Uh, the Miserables, oh, Les Miserables, Les Miserables, yeah. yeah, not not the the one most people may yeah. know, like mainstream. Yeah, yeah. Hugh this Jackson one was in. Gerard Depardieu, or no, this it was one Liam was Neeson. Liam Neeson. Okay, uh, I still know what you did last summer. Hello, hello, I still know what you did last yeah, summer. Yeah, exactly. It's about a teacher who catches students not doing yeah. homework, and it's kind know. of like it's at the dawn of like going back to try and make the earnest. Yeah. Not the Ernest, Not an Ernest horror movie. movie. Ernest knows what you did but. last summer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that'd be great. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, hey, hey, buddy. He, he's just trying. They think he's chasing him when really he's just trying to track them down so he can like apologize for something. Because he knows what they did last summer. <laughs> right. Hey, I won't tell anybody. But, like, <laughs> but he's trying to trying to track them down to tell them he's not going to tell anyone. <laughs> so they think they think that. He wants to kill them. It's a comedy of errors, kind of Dale ver- Dale and Tucker versus yeah, Evil, which that's is a, a great movie. It's a yeah. comedy, or it's a comedy of errors. People dying on accident with them trying to be like they're, they're like <laughs> oh, we're not. We're, that's a great. Why movie. wasn't this made? I don't know. But uh, <laughs> Ernest knows what you did last summer. <laughs> but at the dawn of like '96, when Scream like, yeah. really made like horror movies to be taken seriously of the 90s again. of yeah. the 90s i still know what you did last summer cashed yeah. in on that cruel, yep. not cruel intentions but like the faculty the faculty's in there yeah very bad things dr doolittle 
The Horse Whisperer. Snore. Yeah. 54, which is not, I mean, it's not Nev bad. Campbell. It's Nev Campbell. Mike so. Myers has a weird hair piece in there. Yeah. He's got some mm. weird parts in there, yeah. too. Uh, Jack Frost, which is Mike. That movie is depressing. Yeah. Like, it. it's the kid, a kid befriends a snowman who takes on the spirit of his dad, played by Michael Keaton. Kelly Preston plays his mom. And uh, it's because his dad is like a traveling musician. He dies at the beginning of the movie. Uh-huh. That's the same problem I had with the movie Bogus. Oh, my which, God. I hate because, that movie. Because you mentioned Gerard Depardieu, yeah. um, who is France. <laughs> he's Francis. It's to me, he's France's answer to Jeff Daniels. <laughs> yeah. Um, which he was in. He was acting before Jeff Daniels. Who cares? But it's Whoopi Goldberg and Gerard Depardieu plays this like yeah. imaginary friend this kid has this kid whose mom is like an exotic dancer or whatever and she was di- she she was a dancer i don't know maybe i'm thinking oh. of independence day where I she's think an I'm exotic thinking of independence dancer. day anyway his mom was vivica fox yeah. Ex- well yeah a white kid his mom's vivica <laughs> fox you know uh but whoopi goldberg <laughs> whoopi goldberg was his mom well, I, well whoopi goldberg's everybody's mom uh, i didn't know <laughs> didn't you know that uh but like whoopi goldberg is plays like his guardian or whatever yeah and that movie that oh movie my God. i hated that movie i'm getting that feeling right now in the pit of my stomach like when i first saw that movie and his mom died when it was like raining outside yeah. And I was like, I don't want my mom to die. You know. It doesn't have to rain all the time. <laughs> the crow. Yeah. yeah. So uh, Mighty Joe Mighty Young, Young, Simon Birch. So, another Simon. depressing See, movie. See, that's a movie that I couldn't latch onto as a kid. I tried watching it again. And I was like, this just depresses me too much. Like, it's depressing. The best thing about that movie for me is, now I've never read the book, but it's based on a book called A Prayer for Owen Meany. Yeah. And... Jimmy Eat World wrote a song Goodbye, called Goodbye Sky, Sky Harbor, Harbor yeah. based on that book. So yeah. when I think of Simon Birch, I think of Jimmy Eat World. When I think of Simon Birch too, I think of uh, the Leave It to Beaver remake from 1997 with Christopher McDonald yeah. and like Eric Von Detten. That's, um, that's, like, a, that's a pretty fun one. See, some of these are like when we would rent movies, our mom would rent two and three at a time. Yeah. So it's, I'm the same way with Shrek and Spy Kids yeah. and the movie 61 about yeah. Roger Maris. The three have and nothing to do with each Mickey other, Mantle. but they're rented on the same night. Exactly. So like Simon Birch and Leave It to Beaver were rented yeah. on the same night. Uh, Twilight, not the one you're thinking no, of. No, I have no clue what that movie My about. Giant. My home with flies. Billy Crystal. Home flies. I like some home flies. Another Drew you want Barrymore. Some of my home flies. Another weird, mm. another weird memory with that. I remember yeah. being excited to watch that movie. Mom watch Home Fries, that, and I heard it's oh, it's a movie called Home Fries. Oh, is this is like, like Good Burger. <laughs> yes. But then as soon as it started, I was like, "What's it about?" Eh, no thanks. <laughs> um, Babe, Pig in the City. Babe, Pig, Pig in the, the City. Oh shoot, hold on. Uh, yeah. I, oh, they're front double. Back. They're, they're front. They, yeah. You said I that, told yeah, you that. Yeah, I know. They're I've, duplexed. I was just about to say. Yeah. Uh, chairman of the back. board. Well, with carrot top. top. That, that's when we knew Carrot Top could not be a leading man. No. Uh, Major League Back to the Minors with underrated uh, St. Louis's own Scott, Scott Bakula. Bakula. Three Ninjas High Noon at Mega Mountain. Which we talked about a little bit with yeah. Tyler. Um, the Rugrats movie. Which I remember which, when that came out. Yeah, that was, was a pretty big event. I remember crying yeah. during that movie, yeah. too. Mafia. I remember seeing that Meet on the television. Deedles, one of Paul Walker's original roles. Um, Barney's Great Adventure. Which I meant... I every ever since I saw that that movie came out in 1998, I had every intention to see what that was about to try and think of jokes, but I just I just never did. It was Barney the dinosaur, Barney not the Barney Fife, or some just guy named Barney. It's not like a <laughs> shakiest gun in the West. <laughs> exactly. It's actually funny because I actually told Jeremy that when I was a kid, I kind of had an affinity. Like I really liked like Don Knotts, so anytime I saw Don Knotts on anything, I'd be like, Oh my God, it's Don Knotts! Hey, <laughs> it's Don. So Knotts. weird that you know when I. 
Yeah, I was a fan of Don Knotts when I was a kid. I remember being, you know, 10 years old and seeing, you know, we were going to be watching the Apple Dumpling Gang at camp and freaking out because I was a Don Knotts mark. Yeah, uh, Slap Me in My Stinker. Slap Me in the Stinkers, yeah. Oh, right, yeah, that's right. Slap Me in My Stinker is a different movie. Uh, Krippendorf's Tribe. Which I remember seeing stuff about that. And being kind of of aggravated as a kid because, like, Jenna Elfman... It's yeah. like his wife in that movie. And our parents watched Dharma and Greg every week. Yeah. And I, and I thought, like, she still is. She's but, cheating on Greg. Well, no, when I was a kid, I thought she was really attractive. Ah, yeah. Uh, and I was like, she's also in Can't Hardly Wait. Exactly. She's a bit kind of a small little cameo yeah. in that. But I was like, how is she married to Richard Dreyfus? Yeah. Like, so I I remember Krippendorf's tribe about a guy who like, has like a midlife crisis or whatever. Leo. Marvin. Yeah, exactly. uh, Airbud Golden Retrievers. Yeah. Which was it Golden Retrievers or Golden Receivers? I think it's Golden it Football. I, it's Golden Retrievers, I think. Okay. It's well, not better. I, last not better. time I watched so, that, it was like in second grade. Yeah, it's not I better than it. seventh inning fetch. No. Uh, the Wonderful Ice Cream Suit. Which I was hoping it's... <sighs> I have a bad feeling that if I watch this movie, I'd like it because it's like the cover of it is like this. It's a it's hugely Latino cast minus like sure. Sid Caesar, um, ah, who's an old Jewish uh, man. Um, of course, wasn't Sid Caesar Jewish? He was like big yeah. in like in on like the Steve Allen show in the 1960s. Yeah, or like the Tonight Show with Steve Allen He's and the like coach the coach from Greece. Exa- the coach from Greece. Yeah, yeah. Long distance running. Yeah. Um, but it's like cross country. Exactly. Running. Like Joe Montaigne is in it, and I read the synopsis to it. I hope it'd be like this weird movie where this guy just goes around slapping ice cream on his <laughs> on his. On You're himself. in an ice cream suit. But nothing's ever that easy. But it's like no. Joe Montaigne plays this guy who sees like a white suit. He's like, I like that white suit. I <laughs> that's want- a good Joe Montaigne. Thanks. I think I want that white suit. It's, uh, well, it's Joe Montana as um, what's as his face from <laughs> Fat the Tony. Fat Tony from yeah. The Simpsons. But he like he doesn't have enough money. And he finds four other guys to split the suit, and they're all the same size. And like all their dreams come true. It's like a magic lamp. It's like I think you all want to buy this suit. Brotherhood of the ice cream suit. Exactly. <laughs> so I wish I could think of something other than just doing a Joe Montana and people slapping ice cream on themselves. But we we have yeah. we there's so little time. Yeah. Who cares? Uh. Um, in the Ar- where we mentioned Ernest earlier, Ernest, Ernest in, the in the Army, which I think is his is the last Ernest movie before Jim Varney passed away, or maybe Slam Dunk Ernest. Yeah, I don't know. no, uh, in the Army came Slam Dunk Ernest was like ninety six. Ernest goes to Africa might have yeah. been the last one, which <laughs> and then. These last two, I have no idea what these are about, but I want to. We're just gonna leave it at that. They're called Johnny Skidmarks and Butt Crack. So, with that, let's go into Johnny Skidmarks looks at your butt crack and slaps you in the stinker. Yep, and that is what Krippendorf's tribe is all <laughs> yeah, about. Exactly. So we're gonna go into TV shows now. So we touched a little bit real quick near the end of 1999, talking about television shows. But some of the shows that kind of premiered in '98 and that were kind of prominent in 1998. So it charmed. Mm-hmm. Uh, all, the movie. So all of so I I took these notes down and all of these. Premiered in, in 98. 98. So it's, Charm, yeah. Cat Dog on Cat Nickelodeon, dog. The Wild Thornberries. Smashing. Exactly, which if you listen to our Proper Gentleman episode about Nickelodeon, you yeah. hear we talked about Cat Dog a little bit, we talked about The Wild Thornberries. Felicity, Carrie which when Russell. that was on in syndication, mm-hmm. like if, like a, probably about 10 years ago, yeah. that was always on at our house. That 70s show, which yeah. never really latched on to. Cowboy Bebop. It was actually pretty good. Yeah, pretty I'm not good. really into anime, but I thought it was yeah. pretty good. Two guys and a girl, which was our first, which was America's first exposure, really to Ryan, to Reynolds, Ryan Reynolds, which became Two Guys a Girl in a Pizza Place. Or no, mm-hmm. it start. It was Two Guys a Girl in a Pizza Place, and then Two, and guys, two and guys and a Girl, which also yeah. Nathan Fillion was in there yeah. mm-hmm. as well. Sex in the City, which 
don't care. Yeah. Don't care at all. Will and Grace, which that was a pretty big show. Yeah. King of Queens, can't stand Kevin James. No. Nope. Jerry Stiller is hilarious in that oh, show. Yeah. Back um, to Sex in the City, though, um, was the first time I never watched the show, but mm-hmm. I saw Kim Cattrall was in it. Yeah. It was the first time I saw Kim Cattrall since Big Trouble in Little China. It's not the I, first thing she did since Big Trouble in no, Little China, but yeah. it's the first time I saw her she since did Big a Trouble in Little China. She did a scatting album, and not, it's not an album of her recording her bowel movements. No. It's, <laughs> it's like she's walking down the street in a boop bop yeah. And then you walk down the street and the people that you meet Anyway, uh, so Dawson's Creek, which yeah. which uh was uh wasn't that I don't wanna wait. Yeah, yeah. Paula Cole. Yeah, Paula Cole and then Charlie Conway was in this. Yeah, thing. yeah. Joshua Jackson, James Vanderbeeks. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that that's his robot uh stunt double. <laughs> Bring in James Vanderbeeks. He's like beep, 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 beep. <laughs> Michelle Williams, Katie Holmes. Yeah. Like they're all Katie Holmes. Um, she was also in the faculty that year. She was. Uh, Becker, which is about a crotchety doctor, not a crotch doctor. <laughs> it's a woman's crotch like doctor. Like you were originally led to believe. It's a, it's a, it's <laughs> it, was, it, was mis, it was a misprint and TV guy. <laughs> crotch oh, doctor. It's, it's, he's, he's a gynecologist, a female crotch doctor. <laughs> Sports night, which I always remember seeing. Actually kinda, I kind of want to watch that. Yeah, I always remember seeing that and Arliss. I always remember seeing like advertisements for, yeah. but like... Never, never watched them. Yeah. Power Rangers in space. Didn't care. We were at that long point. past watching Power Rangers at that point. Two of a kind with the Olsen, the Olsen twins. twins. Kind of their their first television outing since uh since Full House wrapped. Yeah. Cousin Skeeter, which uh, which is uh, Cousin Skeeter was a puppet on yeah. Nickelodeon. Yeah, it was like a puppet. It was a whole human family. Yeah. Famous Jet Jackson. Yeah. Whose star un- recently you know, passed recently, away. Unfortunately, yeah. passed away. Animorphs. <laughs> Animorphs, which was a book series, and I'm giggling because at uh, kids turning into animals. Exactly. So vacation Bible school one year when we were younger. I don't. Why don't you Animorphs kid? Why don't you let the people yeah, know Animorphs? It really kid requires is. a demonstration, but it was this kid who was after like our wreck time. He ran to the back door of the church, and he started off on two feet, and in mid stride, he got on all fours <laughs> and started and started like running on all fours to the door so we call them animorphs kid exactly a uh, celebrity death match mm-hmm. um which was really an cool. institution on exactly for a long oh time. yeah and, and vip sh- with uh pamela 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 i hate you pamela not <laughs> pamela anderson um 98 had a lot of good albums really good came. albums in the world of alternative yeah hip hop all over the and, place so yeah. yield by pearl mm-hmm. jam uh, Celebrity Skin by Hole. Which still, uh, um, the the song Celebrity Skin yeah. uh, is like really great. That was an NHL Rock the Rink is the yeah. first place we ever heard that song. Yeah, which I'm conflicted because uh, by all accounts, Courtney Love's a terrible person. Yeah, but that's that's a really cool song. Yeah, uh, Dizzy Up the Girl, Google, the, the Black Balloon, Iris, like yeah. just a number of great yeah. songs. Miseducation of Lauryn Hill. That's a great Hill. landmark kind of hip-hop album for female hip-hop yeah. artists, uh, Ray R&B of, artists. Yeah, Ray of Light by Madonna. Who cares? Hello, Nasty. Intergalactic. Yeah, exactly. Akamini by Outkast. Great chill hip-hop yeah. album. Uh, You've Come a Long Way, Fatboy Slim. That's where you get Rockefeller, Rockefeller Skank. Skank. Yeah, right about now. Funk Soul Brother, check it out now. Was it Funk Soul Brother, Which was in uh, She's All That. I yeah. remember that. Uh, Follow the Leader by Korn. 
Corn. You'll like this one, version 2.0 from Garbage. Which Garbage was a great, I don't even want to say a great band in the 90s. They're still yeah. a good band. They're still really great, but they're kind of, they hit their massive popularity in the 90s. And yeah. their first two albums, which are their self titled, and then this, are great time capsules into what we consider the 90s sound yeah so there's a number of especially in their first album in 95 number of songs track by track they have just great like 90s sound and they got more industrial and yeah. more kind of like adding different patchy elements in there but that's where the song i think i'm paranoid comes from yeah, which which is on the grand tree is on grand, grand turismo 2 which which the next album is grand turismo by the cardigans by the cardigans which has the song My Favorite Game on there, which, which is the, the opening intro to song to Gran Turismo 2. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so Mechanical Animals, Marilyn Manson. Manson. He's, got, he's got a couple songs, not on that album, but just yeah. in general that like I can lift weights to, but not yeah. a fan of Marilyn Manson. Uh, Mutations by Beck. Beck. Beck Car right Wheels on. on a Gravel Road. Lucinda Williams. Adore, Adore which is Smashing Pumpkins. The song, you know, Sheila to Sheila and then Adore and then Perfect, you know, great songs. I think I think a lot of people found that album underwhelming because that was the that was the album after Melancholy Melancholy and the Infinite Sadness, Sadness. Sadness. huge. Yeah, Yeah, that album was gigantic. Before that was Siamese Dream. Before that, I think Siamese Dream is a better album. It is a better Gish and Siamese Dream are better because you get five songs into, um, you get four songs into. Melancholy and the Infinite Sadness, and then You're like, a okay, couple stinkers is... until 1979, yeah. and everything after that I don't really yeah, care Yeah, I wouldn't about. say stinkers. I would more say they like just... Billy Corgan just trying something differently creatively. Right. And so like the first few songs you're like here's pearl J- yeah. or uh, here's the smashing pumpkins. pumpkins and then you start to get in some really abstract like creative yeah. avant-garde Which, you know, sort of things not not stinkers i correct myself sure there. yeah not it's stinkers different. it's different if you know, you're like going you said, in avant-garde. expecting another siamese dream yeah then you're probably going to be disappointed yeah but overall it was a gigantic it was, it was album. Huge, massively popular um is this desire by pj, PJ harvey, harvey uh, supposed former infatuation junkie Morris morris wasn't that wasn't what what was the big song in there? It wasn't ironic because that no. was on Jagged Little Pill, wasn't it? Um, I feel like I've got the single in the song. Wasn't it "You Live, You Learn"? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, but it was her follow up to Jagged Little Pill. Yeah, I think. another follow up to a huge album. Mm-hmm. Um, it's dark and hell is hot. DMX X gonna give it to Ice you. Ice is cold and yeah. water's wet. Exactly. Um, from DMX. Yep. Um, a thousand leaves. Sonic Youth. Sonic Youth. Devil without a cause. Kid Rock. Kid Rock is a ridiculous human he being. He taught us how to ba what a ba whatever like, that that's, is. Like he he's he's a ridiculous human being because he's in he's from an affluent neighborhood in Detroit. So he tried to be a rapper and think he was like urban. Yeah. And now he's trying to be a country star. It's he like thinks he's a country boy. It's like you come from money. Exactly. In Detroit. Pick You're a lane. Nowhere near rock. the south. Uh, My arms, your hearse. Opeth, yeah. Bobby Digital and Stereo from Reza. Riza, sorry. Yeah. Uh, without you, I'm nothing. Fugazi. 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 Garage Inc. Garage Inc. Metallica, from Metallica, which is just a bunch of covers. covers. Which it was Garage Days in their first few years. They released uh, cover an album of cover songs, which they kind of had B sides on yeah. some of their records, um, and then. Uh, 
in the 90s, they released a second disc of mm-hmm. more covers, yeah. and they just released that whole thing that's as a two-disc. Yeah, that's what that is. Yeah. Uh, Hellbilly Deluxe. Hellbilly Deluxe. Rob Zombie Rob's with Dragula. Dragula. Oh, great song. Uh, the Love Movement. Tribe, Tribe Called, Called Quest. Quest. Uh, the Game Is To Be Sold, Not To Be Told. Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg. Classic Dog. Snoop. Wide Open Spaces from Dixie, Dixie Chicks. Chicks. Classic. I, like, I like it. Faith from Faith Hill. One Step At A Time from George Strait. High Mileage from Alan Jackson. Jack Attack, Jack baby. Jack Attack. Uh, on top of the world, Leanne Rhymes, Homewrecker. Uh, if you see him, Reba. If you see her, Brooks and Dunn. Hey Um Home for Christmas in sync. Believe from Cher. First time I ever heard Auto Tune was in that song. Uh, never, never say Let's never see. from Brandy. On a day like today, Brian Adams. Maybe you've been brainwashed. New, New radicals. radicals. First couple songs. Um, Just can't get enough, and then get what you give are the only two songs I really listen to on there. Which because, just can't get enough. Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, no, just keep keep, keep going. No, I was just going to say, just can't get enough uh, was playing at a concert one time, like before the band came mm-hmm. out, and our buddy Dan Lada thought he said, just can't get it up. Which maybe so, that's a problem he thought has about. Now. You know. But like, that's a good opening. It's, like, it's good, though. That's Make my nipples upper. hard. Isn't yeah, that the exactly. opening? Which is... Uh, What's her face? Uh, well, I can't, I, what's Danielle her name? something. Danielle something. From she, all in the family. she was a, a child actress. She was on Archie Bunker's place with Archie uh, Bunker's place. Yeah. With yeah, or she was on the last few seasons of All in the Family. Maybe. Yeah. Too. I remember she was on Archie Bunker's place. Yeah. Uh, Ninety-eight degrees and rising from mm-hmm. Ninety-eight degrees. Americana from awesome. The Offspring. Pretty fly for a white. Three guy car garage from Hanson. Hanson. Destiny's Child. Destiny's Child. Bewitched from Bewitched. Queens of the Stone Age from Queens mm-hmm. of the Stone Age. Three in a row that are self-titled. Stunt from Bare Naked Great Ladies. Great album. Which mom. Bare naked ladies, bare naked ladies, bare naked ladies, yeah. bare naked ladies. Mom refused to say bare naked ladies. It was always you. you can we listen to some B and L? Yeah, she always used to say B and L. She refused to say bare naked ladies until like like until like a couple years ago. I still would subconsciously like without thinking she about it. She was a I, big bare naked ladies fan. Yeah, oh, she had all bare naked ladies albums, and we but loved bare naked ladies and like like the music. Um, yeah, but uh, like hey, so, come on, like, hey, come on now, <laughs> hey. I'm not going to front, um, but uh, <laughs> like it was so funny because I'd be talking to like Dave, Dave who we just had on the Little Giants. Like, yeah. I, I mentioned I worked with them. Like, we were friends before that, of course. But at work, like Bare Naked Ladies would come on and I would keep saying B&L, B&L. B. He's yeah. like, Steve, why do you keep saying B&L? And, I'm like, and I told him the story and he would start cracking up. And I'm like, you know what? It's such a subconscious thing. Bare Naked Ladies. You like the band so much, but you can't even say their name, Mom. Come on now, Mom. Uh, and then A Little South of Sanity from Aerosmith. Aerosmith. Wasn't that just a live album? I thought that, I think, I thought that I was just a live so. album. I thought it had uh, Don't Want to Miss a Thing on it. It could have. That was on the Armageddon soundtrack, though. Maybe right. it was released on there. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, but songs, uh, we just mentioned Bare Naked Ladies, One, one Week. week. It's Bare Naked Chinese Chicken. China Chicken. Chicken. China Chicken. Rockefeller Skank, which right we just now, mentioned. Bo- bo- so uh, I Don't Want to Miss a Thing, which we just yeah. mentioned. I could stay asleep just to watch you thinking. You know that that song? I don't want to close I? my legs. Oh, oops. <laughs> um, Doo-Wop That Thing, Lauren, Lauren Hill. Hill. Uh, the Boy's Mine by Monica. The kiss this, is kiss, kiss this, which kiss. watching 90s CMT, yeah. like I don't have a huge problem with country anymore. As a kid, I despised it. But our older sister, our other oldest, our oldest sister, Amanda, huge, only one of us who's yeah. really a country fan, um, but like a big country fan, love Faith Hill. And I remember mm-hmm. watching that video on CMT. Same thing 
Dis- with mm-hmm. Dixie Chicks, yeah. When the Lights Go Out, which is the other yeah. five song next to Slam Dunk the Funk, Closing, closing time, time, Semisonic, which is the classic you played yeah. during Closing Time. It's classic. Uh, Intergalactic, already mentioned that BC Boys, mm. Ghetto, Ghetto Superstar. Super it's that a song by Braz. Roz? Praz. Praz? Roz? Oh, God, yes. What are you listening to in there? Praz. Roz? <laughs> From Frasier? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Pretty Fly for a White Guy, The Offspring. Yep. Are You That Somebody, Aaliyah. Aaliyah, Gone Too Soon. Um, La Copa de la Vida, which La- I just thought he was mispronouncing Live in La Viva La Coco. <laughs> which isn't even the, the title of the song. <laughs> it's Live in La Viva La uh, Loca. Uh, I was trying to think of what it, the, the way Living I... Living What Jesus Spoke Of. <laughs> the apologetics. Jeez. Christian Weird Al. Hard Knock Life, Jay-Z, which yeah. is a cool track. Fly Away. Lenny, which Lenny, Lenny Kravitz. From the, uh, his album Five yeah. on there, which also had the cover of American Woman. Yes. Did I forget that on the album? I, I, I think you did. Here's but. the thing with the songs. Because um, I tried to... When I was doing research for this, I tried to just type in, you know billboard top songs of right. 98 but the problem with that is a lot of the songs that were on there 96 were released from, in 97 yeah some of them or could have be been released, released in 97. 97 they were just still on the charts in 98 right so i didn't do that so all of these should have been released in 98 oh well but i'm sure some slipped in there that may some have been could I, yeah just i know it's too late in the game for this but disclaimer some of these if you're particular like we are with dates mm-hmm. and getting things correct you might look it up and it could be from 97 like don't throw stones this is just yeah blame billboard i always do uh so baby one more time britney's britney britney spears britney spears um uh, no no no, no. no no part two but destiny's child my favorite mistake is still this my favorite, favorite mistake cheryl crawl 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 <laughs> Because of you, whenever she's introed on stage, (laughs) they tell the guy to stop, but he won't. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) He says it really fast and runs off stage before she can say anything. (laughs) Before she can kick him in the butt. Uh, So because of you, 98 degrees, what it's like, do you really mind mind what it's like to sing the blues? It's actually a good song. Wasn't Everlast? He was in House of Pain. House of Pain. I'm thinking of Uncle Cracker. Uncle Cracker was like Kid Rock's DJ or whatever. But yeah, he was in House of Pain. Pain. That's actually a good song. Yeah, he's he's he seems like he's a pretty cool guy. Yeah, he was um, just on Joe Rogan a few months ago. Yeah, and wasn't he also on Talk Is Jericho, talking about probably the outsiders, not the outsiders, talking about uh, the Warriors. Oh, I think I no. think that was that wasn't him. No, that was somebody else. Doesn't gotcha. matter. Anyway, uh, so uh, you get what you give, Marilyn or uh, New Radicals. I almost said. Marilyn Manson, who did mm-hmm. do Dub Show, yeah. but he Marilyn Manson got really pissed off because of the dude. He thought the dude was throwing shade at him because there's a lyric, uh, uh, the fashion shoots with Beck and Hanson, Hanson Courtney, Courtney Love, and Marilyn Manson. Manson. They're all fake. Face, uh, something, something, something will we'll kick, kick their, their ass, ass in. in. Yeah, yeah. Marilyn Manson's a joke. Um, so I'll make a man out of you, Donny Osmond, uh, Dragula, yeah. or Rob Zombie. You know, it's funny. I just said Marilyn Manson's a joke, but I actually can get down to some Rob uh, Zombie. Rough Riders anthem. Yeah, rough. We're Rough Riders. Here's the funny thing about Donny Osmond doing. Um, there's a I'll lot. Of, a there's a lot of, of funny. Things yeah, there's about a funny Donny thing Osmond. about. There's a lot of funny things about Weird Donny Norman Osmond. Guy. But um, it was so funny watching Mulan as a kid and the the character who sings that song is like the leader of the army, mm-hmm. you know, and he's like, or he, at least he's training all these, right. these men to, mm-hmm. you know, I'll make a man out of you. He's training all them to fight in the army. And it's this really like rugged character yeah. and to know that 
Donny Osmond, this is the singing this white bread voice. dork, is yeah. singing this song. Mm-hmm. And Beatty really Wong's his voice, which isn't much better. Right. Uh, Beatty Wong's kind of a shrimpy looking guy. Yeah. Um, um, anyway, he's in Jurassic Park. Jurassic Park is it? Because all the dinosaurs at Jurassic Park are female. Uh, so sports. sports. Let's get start talking about sports. So for the 1998 season, the Broncos actually beat the Falcons. That was cool. In the Super Bowl. Yeah. That was cool to watch. Yeah. That was actually probably the first Super Bowl I ever remember watching. I honestly want to say, for me, that might have been the first football game I remember watching. Um, there might have been one or two before that, but yeah. that 1999 Super Bowl for the 1998 season is... I, I liked I became a fan of the Broncos. I mm-hmm. liked the Broncos after that. Yeah. Uh, France beat Brazil in the World Cup. Mm-hmm. Uh, the National League added the Diamondbacks. Yeah. Uh, I should say MLB expanded. The National League added the Arizona Diamondbacks. Yeah. And the American League added that super team, the Tampa Bay Devil Rays. Exactly. That got all former All-Stars uh, at the wrong time in their career. All-Stars in the 80s and the early yeah, 90s. Wade Boggs. Wade Fred Boggs. McGriff. And Jose, Jose Canseco. Canseco. All at the wrong Bubba time. Bubba Trammell. Bubba Trammell. Yeah. I remember when those teams came in. I also remember when Kerry Wood struck out 20, yeah. which he is struck nuts. Out, so, Kerry Wood at this time was, I don't know, 21 years old. He was young dude. He was young, baby-faced for pitcher the for the Chicago Cubs. And he struck, he was a rookie. And mm-hmm. so and he struck out 20 batters uh, when the Houston Astros came to Wrigley Field. Mm-hmm. And what's amazing about that feat is the Astros had a killer lineup back in 98 was, was bet were Bagwell and Bagwell Biggio and Derek Bell and were Derek the killer Bell. bees yeah and then Moise Zalou and um Lance Berkman Berkman didn't no, play yeah, for him because, yet yeah, yeah Berkman was I yeah because I the killer bees that I knew him yeah as, it was Berkman like, Biggio yeah, and Bagwell. of course like I knew Biggio Bagwell yeah. and Bell and when Alou thing, came on what people but, don't realize is that that was a pitching duel because Shane Reynolds yeah. was on the other side mm-hmm. throwing just as well. Right. Um, Big Mac and Sammy Sosa. When Mark McGuire hit number 62, like it was it was big in the baseball world all around the world. It was massive in St. Yeah. Louis. Like I vividly remember. That's something in, in my sports mind I will always remember yeah. because Mark McGuire was – in St. Louis, every kid wanted the number twenty-five. When he came yeah. to the Cardinals in ninety-seven, and instantly started hitting home runs, and then he that home run race in the nineteen ninety-eight and nineteen ninety-eight when he hit sixty-two and eventually hit seventy. Yeah, it was like he was the most popular person mm-hmm. in St. Louis. I if Bill Clinton came to St. Louis, people would be lined up more to see Mark McGuire. Yeah, and the thing is, yeah, steroids are bad. Whatever they ruin the integrity of the mm-hmm. game, which I don't know, but yeah. But oh, here's yeah. the thing: that home run race, a lot of people credit for saving baseball. Yeah, after the 1994 strike, it got people strike. excited again. After yeah. the 1994 strike, interest was kind of waning in mm-hmm. baseball, sort yeah. of passe. And then all these dingers start flying out of mm-hmm. ballparks because it wasn't just McGuire and Sammy Sosa, mm-hmm. Ken Griffey Jr., Vinny Castilla, mm-hmm. um, Barry Bonds, Jose Canseco, yeah, Jose Barry Canseco. Bonds. They were all hitting a lot of home runs. Yeah. Uh, and so it roused the interest in the game again. Yeah. And it's because of McGuire and Sammy Sosa. And later on in life, you realize that a lot of those titans of that era mm-hmm. were cheaters. Yeah. Um, however you feel about that. But to me, as a kid from St. Louis, there's nothing like that reminds me of my childhood more mm-hmm. is Mark McGuire in the batter's box with the backdrop yeah. of the original of 
of uh, second Bush Stadium second two of Bush Stadium yeah. two back there with the arches on yeah. on the top. Of the roof. God, the the like what is that flying buttresses or yeah, whatever buttresses. Uh, across you across know, the roof or know, during Not a the Saturday roof, during a like, Saturday afternoon game. Yeah, like, it's you're watching on uh, our channel our. WB affiliate channel, channel 11, 11 yeah. and like Cardinals baseball so, and or Fox you're watching Fox Saturday baseball yeah. and as soon as McGuire comes up in those years in 99 yeah. like it's fun because you're like he's gonna hit a home run yeah so the home run race of 98 mm-hmm. um Cal Ripken Jr. ends his consecutive game streak mm-hmm. 2,632 consecutive games it's crazy that's unreal um the Yankees won the World Series they swept the Padres I mean, of course um the NBA lockout Oh, you know, reduce the season to 50 games. The Bulls ended up beating the Jazz in the finals. I'm always curious because in 1994 or 1990, the 94-95 hockey season, they were locked out until January, mm-hmm. and the season was almost kaput. The New Jersey Devils won the Stanley Cup in 1995, and then when baseball came back in 1995. Um, I guess it doesn't really count for the Braves. Like it was kind of a short season, wasn't it? Like been the Braves want what? What am I thinking? Ninety four, ninety four baseball season was entire was at, ended before the bef- playoffs. Right, right, right. I'm I'm, uh, I'm thinking main. I'm still kind of in the vein of like when baseball was unpopular yeah. and the Braves, the team of the nineties, won won the World Series and baseball was unpopular. Not related yeah. to what I was talking about, but these teams that win these championships in the midst of lockout seasons, you got to wonder if they ask themselves like, should this count? Does it count? Because yeah. it's cool for the city. Like I'm sure it's cool for the city of New Jersey when, um, or. Yeah, city of New State of New Jersey. Yeah, yeah, because they played like they played in like Trenton. Um, yeah. But like the state of New Jersey when the Devils won, or when um, ap- just after or when the Bulls take you know those are sixth championship. Yeah. Like you got to think you know, do I'm sure fans get jazzed, but everybody else are like, what well, it's yeah. just, it's a lockout season. There's kind of that asterisk there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, and the Bulls beat the Jazz. You say the fans yeah. got oh, jazzed. Yeah. Everyone got jazzed. There's that cl- the classic Michael Jordan shot right at oh, yeah. the end of the game. Um, Marco Mira wins Mac the Masters in the British Open. VJ Singh wins the PJ Championship. Yeah. Uh, cool Dawn wins the uh, Cheltenham Gold Cup. Don't tell me you put that because you actually care. No. Oh, yeah, it's cool. The, it's the horse steeplechase. Come on, man. Uh, cool Dawn. Dominic Hasek won the Hart Trophy. It's unbelievable. Which, that's what? unheard of for goalies to yeah. win the Hart. The Hart Trophy is the league MVP yeah. in the NHL. And for a goalie to win mm-hmm. that with as many offensive you know, weapons that are in, the, for the fact that you had to have an amazing season mm-hmm. to and win he, the Hart Trophy He as had a about eight years of dominance, and he won six Vesna trophies, which is like, league's best goalie, which is un- unbelievable because you only think of Dominic Hasek as like a '90s goalie, and like in the early 2000s, he was like, he was like nuts and played out of his mind too. But he won six Vesna trophies in that yeah. time. Uh, Yarmir Yager won the Art Ross, uh-huh. which is leading scorer during the regular season. He's so the last points, you know, so a mixture of goals and assists, which are points, just whoever has the most points. I think he's the last player. I think he scored 60 that year. He might be like the last player to score like 60 goals in the season. Ovechkin's almost done it a couple yeah. times. Uh, curly-headed cutie Pete Sampras wins the oh. Wimbledon Championships. I was going to say Curly Joe Dorita <laughs> won the Wimbledon ch- The shambling corpse of Curly Joe Dorita. I didn't have much direction in the Three Stooges, so I think I'll just play tennis. And then Pete Sampras went on to marry... Bridget Wilson, Bridget Wilson, who is Veronica, Veronica Vaughn, Vaughn and Billy Madison. Madison. Which another, I mentioned Krippendorf's Trife. I was like, how did Jenna Elfman go for Richard Dreyfus? As a kid, I was like, how did Bridget Wilson 
go for Pete Sampras. Yeah. But whatever. She also played Sonya Blade in Mortal yeah. Kombat. Underrated. Great movie. Uh, the Red Wings won the Stanley Cup. They swept the Washington Capitals. And what was cool about... So, I wasn't a Red Wings fan growing up, but it was mm-hmm. a cool story because they did it for their teammate Vladimir Konstantinov, mm-hmm. who uh, they won, the Red Wings won the 97 Stanley Cup as well, so the yeah. year prior. Six days after that victory, Konstantinov's limousine... He was in a terrible limousine crash. Mm-hmm. Like and the team which, trainer. And, yeah, and it yeah. left him paralyzed. So that was kind of the the story of that season was the win for Vladimir Konstantinov. Yeah. And then Jeff Gordon won the Winston Cup. Jeff Gordon. Jeff Gordon, Jeff Gordon won the Winston Cup. He drive Jeff Gordon's driving down in lane four in the number 24 DuPont car. Yeah. There he goes. He's driving I, for Pepsi. I think he's a great driver. I think he's cute. Yep. That's our end. Probably right. <laughs> no, nah, like if they would, yeah. if they would have shown, if they had like a Jeff Gordon VHS or yeah. something, and they Which did like third, they probably they did. did like crowd interviews. It's like I think he's a great driver, and then B roll of cars, <laughs> and then back. I think he's cute. It was like, and then it's just like it shows him at a press conference, like cheese and a grin, and he's like, like Jeff over here, over here. Like, he's like at like '90s zoom ins, it's like exactly. different camera. I'm almost positive there's a video like yeah, that. I can see that in my head. Yeah, it's great. So like Matt said at the top here. We're going to incorporate video games now into our year in review type thing. So for those of you gamers out there, um, we weren't huge gamers. Um, still really not. We just really play the, the sports games. Every now and then we'd venture into like I have a, a shooter. Or great like appreciation though for oh. the history of video games and the video games that are widely regarded as mm-hmm. some of the best of all time. I get great joy. Mm-hmm. I get great joy listening to people who are really passionate yeah. about something, talk about the thing they're passionate about. So I really love listening to people who are into video games, mm-hmm. talk about some of the classic games, why yeah. they like them, certain memories with them. Yeah. So even if we didn't play a lot of video games growing up, I love listening to people who did talk mm-hmm. about that. Yeah. That's, you know, I'm that way with a lot of stuff too, but video game, like, a lot of things with video games are like up there for me. Things that, like you said, weren't interested in, but mm-hmm. I love hearing people talk about yeah. them. So some of the video games, um, we might not comment a whole lot on some of these just because we weren't super experienced yeah. with them. Tomb Raider 3. Yeah. So Laura Croft. WWF Warzone. That had which, uh, Stone Cold on the front. Exactly. I don't know if that was super well received. I mean, it's a it was a WWF game like when it was getting absolutely red hot. Nintendo 64 kind of had the... I didn't No Mercy come out the year was, before that. No, No Mercy was like 2000. Oh, okay, no, never mind. 2000. I was gonna say Nintendo 64 kind of had the was winning the wrestling game war. They had like a lot. I of, mean, they had a lot of NW or uh, WCW, WCW game titles. Yeah. Uh, so Banjo Kazooie, Pokemon Yellow, mm-hmm. which if you listen to Proper Gentleman or Pokemon episode, uh, Jake and Zach, um, and then Jeff later on. Um, I think Jeff jumped in on that on the yeah. next episode when he kind of did it like we did like a catch all, but they will talk glowingly about Pokemon Yellow, mm-hmm. um, Half Life, uh, Legend of Zelda: Ocarina of Time, yeah, um, which Metal Gear Solid, Fallout Tool, Fallout, Fallout. Tool, um, <laughs> you Fallout Tool, uh, Fallout Two, uh, Grim Fandango, Resident Evil Two, Crash Bandicoot Warped, Sonic Adventure, uh, Spyro the Dragon, Dragon, which every time I see. The title Spyro, it makes me think Spiro, and then I think former, uh, was he, Senator Spiro, Spiro Agnew? Spiro Agnew, I think My so. My new Spiro Agnew action figure. <laughs> um, let's get down to business. <laughs> I don't know. I don't have no clue if he said anything like that. <laughs> I don't um, even know if he so, talked. So, 
Is that all of them? Where no, no, no. Oh, on the back. Okay, gotcha. I, I'm all over the place. Gex, the ge- Gex, in, into the into the gecko. gecko. Um, Mario Party. Yeah. Tenchu Stealth Assassin. Tenchu Stealth Assassins. Mm-hmm. Um, Marvel vs. Capcom. Capcom Clash, Clash of Superheroes, Super which familiar. I'm familiar with Marvel vs. Capcom. Mm-hmm. Uh, Soul Calibur. I'm familiar with X Men vs. Street Fighter. Yeah. For Pokemon, Pokemon Stadium, Stadium, which that was, is big. That was cool. Rainbow Six, Tom Clancy mm-hmm. is big. Um, NFL Blitz. NFL Blitz. NHL '99. I'm familiar with. Yeah, and Madden '99. Yeah. I'm familiar with. So there you go. Yeah. You know, there's a couple there. Any of the sports games, any of the NHL releases until probably about 2003 when we started getting ESPN hockey, yeah. like 2K three and all that stuff so there you go some vg games that's 98 so we know a little bit of vg games <laughs> yeah prepare for more okay uh, so some of the current events uh-huh. before we unfortunately get into an in memoriam section yeah. um google was founded which is a i don't know if they knew how much of a landmark and turning point that would be for yeah. culture yeah. As a whole. I wouldn't have been able to do any of this research without Google. I don't think anybody, unless you are some person who's like, well, I want to live off the grid like in the good old days. I don't want to get on the internet. Okay, whatever. Live your whatever. life. Whatever. But I don't know if most people can function without Google. Here's my thing. And this is a little diatribe. Right. Some people who grew up in a simpler, they refer to it as a simpler time. You're like, well, how did you get information? It's like, well, yeah. we went to the library, and then we went to the Dewey Decimal System. That sounds like a pain a in the ass. Like, really? That doesn't sound very simple to me. You know what yeah. sounds simple? I want to know something. I'll just type it into a search engine, yeah. and it'll take me to like a thousand different mm-hmm. results. Yeah. That's pretty simple to me. Yeah. I want to know how to get somewhere. How did you do it? Well, yeah. we went and looked at a map and blah, blah, blah. And I know what they mean. Yeah, like, I it's get just it. Like are, less, there was less worry. Yeah, like it's less, like... Either, to me, that just means, well, there's not that there's less worry. It's just you were ignorant to more things. Yeah. It's in, you know, yeah, you didn't have that technology. And every generation that has some sort of, like, spring of technology than, that the generation beforehand didn't yeah. have, the generation before all that technology, you're going to think their generation, like, that's yeah. the way it's supposed to be done. And it's, I, I hate that mindset. Like, it's a pain in the, like, it's yeah. so stupid. Yeah. Um, so Bill Clinton denies sexual relations with Monica Lewinsky. I think everyone yeah, knows exactly. knows it at least knows something that was referenced in pop culture, yeah. especially back then. Said I did not I have, have sexual, sexual relations with, with that, that woman, woman. Miss Lewinsky, and as well, well maybe I did have sexual relations with that woman, old Slick Willie. Yeah, um, uh, he's then impeached the same year for perjury and obstruction of justice. Uh, so the Winter Olympics were held in Nagano. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is Japan, uh, and it was actually it was the first time snowboarding and women's hockey were introduced as yeah. events. So that's pretty cool. Uh, I thought this was really funny and stupid at the same time. <laughs> Quebec tried to declare its independence from Canada, which uh, apparently there was some un- unrest there. I know in in the '60s, Quebec believed their they had a lot of economic problems, mm-hmm. and they were they believed it was due to the English Canadian domination right. of Canada. Um, but by the nineties conditions improved and the main reason were cultural and linguistic differences. So basically they wanted to create a country of people who sounded and thought the same thing exactly. as everyone else. Yeah. It's, it's like, it's like when you go up to your mom you're like, mom, I want a new family. Why? Cause my brother's weird. You know, yeah. it's like, it, it doesn't work that way. So basically you just want a culture and, and a group of people who think the exact same thing. According to a lot speak of... speak the exact same way. Accord, like, it sounds like... Because I've heard a lot of accounts where, they, where there are a lot of people in Canada who see Quebec as, like, the the 
not the black sheep, but kind of like they they see him as like assholes because oh, all yeah. they want to do is speak French. Oh yeah, the, uh, I get which the, you're not an asshole if you speak French. No. but I'm just saying like it, there if you live somewhere <laughs> to where French and English are the two main languages, and a lot of Canadians mainly speak. English and you're just like uh, no we do not want to do that though. we want to go over here <laughs> we, want, we want to go over here you you can have your gravy on your fries you with those. we will go over here we will speak French un toilet un poulet débarquement du l'ancien l'ancien un poulet débarquement and then they fall into a vortex you know how it happens yeah exactly it's funny it's funny we're kind of talking crap on Quebec I like Quebec here's the thing as Quebec, an American here's the thing Looking at our analytics on this podcast, oh my we actually God, have, I just one, remember. We have, we have one download from Quebec. Okay, Quebec? Well, Who okay. cares? Well, you know, yeah. we have more from New Brunswick, so screw <laughs> you, Quebec. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, tell them New Brunswick broads, we're looking for them. Uh, Dow Jones dropped 500 points on the New York Stock Exchange. I remember I always, it was a rough day for you. Yeah, I've really lost a lot of stock on Surge, uh, but I got it all back. But after I sold it all and invested in Spree... <laughs> Which, Damn it! <laughs> uh, and Windows 98 was released. Bung! I don't know. That's not what sound it makes when it turns <laughs> on. So I hate. I always hate. Why do we always stack? We put in memoriam at the end, because but we're always stacking like silliness on top of like yeah somberness. Anyway, uh, but <laughs> and so we're gonna kind of round out 1998 um in just a second here and mm-hmm. the way we rounded out 1999 is we did it kind of an in memoriam we're gonna hit the break and come back and try and lighten the mood before we send you off um and get ready for the next episode which we kind of have i didn't i meant to like ask you to see if you want to do this but kind of at the end of the break we may have an announcement about like the next episode yeah. um i feel like we're gonna. I'll just say it now. Who cares? Because um, it'll kind of bring it down, and we can do the in memoriam. So next episode is going to be another Radcast rental. We're gonna mm. talk about the 1989 uh, Batman. So the Tim Burton one that just celebrated its 30th anniversary. Which uh, some of you like maybe getting super excited. Don't get like too excited because we will we will say some positives of it. But we're gonna be talking with Jeff. Yeah, about it. so Jeff's going to be rejoining us on the Radcast, and Jeff has got a lot to say about that movie, and most of it isn't positive. Yeah, I and I do as well, just because yeah. I grew up loving that movie. Right, but at the same time, like you grow as you grow up, you realize it's not a great yeah. Batman movie. Like it's a great Joker movie. Yeah, and but wh- there's a lot of things in there you're like, I, Tim Burton's just kind of doing whatever he wants with this. I feel like the three of us grew up with affection for it. And we still have some sort of affection for it. And we'll frame it yeah. in the episode. We'll, so we'll save it yeah. for next we'll, week. We'll save yeah. it for we'll save it for next episode. What I'm getting at is since we're gonna be recording that, um in like next Saturday, so not yeah. tomorrow, but like next Saturday, and then we're gonna be getting back from Decatur late. I'm not gonna have a whole lot of time sure. to, to edit it. So we're we the month, you know, so that is July or June, end of June, like the first, like the last Monday in June, which we're supposed to be having. And at the yeah. Monday after the Monday, this episode drops, right? We're gonna take it. We're not gonna have an episode, um. So, but we're gonna pick it back up. You'll have to wait a week. Yeah, for that, it'll it'll be dropped on a week yeah. after that, and then we'll try and stay consistent yeah. with the releases there. So, I say all that because I was gonna say it at the end, but I'll just say it now. Um, so let's just dive into the in-memoriam before we mm-hmm. hit break. So in-memoriam, so these are some of the notable names of uh, 
celebrities and figures mm-hmm. who passed away in the year 1998. So first, one of the biggest was Frank Sinatra. Yeah. Frank Sinatra was a massively... Kenny Croon. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, he was at the forefront of these the influx of crooners that came about, you know, in the early to late 40s and in the 50s, you yeah. know, like Dean Martin, Perry Como, Bing Crosby kind of ushered it in in the 30s and the 40s. Yeah. But Frank Sinatra was the man mm-hmm. Frank Sinatra and Dean Martin were the Beatles and the stones. Yeah. Um, so Roddy McDowell who mm-hmm. was in planet of the apes, planet of the apes. He, it, he steals the show in the movie fright night. The well, original fright night. Yeah. I'd say Chris Sarandon steals the show yeah. in the movie, but Roddy, Roddy McDowell's, McDowell's hilarious awesome. in that yeah. movie. Yeah. May Kestel, who we talked about Betty just Boop. recently on the, on the voice actor Aunt episode Bethany of Jeremy from uh, Aunt Bethany from, uh, Nash- Christification. Sony Bono, who Died I remember this death. I remember yeah. this death distinctly because on Nickelodeon, there's some sort of like afternoon block, on Nickelodeon, where it was like Nick at Night type stuff, but they would always show reruns of the Sunny and Share Variety Hour, and we always had it on there. And then after that, it was like Petticoat Junction and stuff like that. Uh, but I was around that time we watched a lot of that, and then I remember hearing about Sonny Bono passed away in a skiing accident, which was that was pretty mm-hmm. nuts, especially like as a kid being like, I just watched. Granted, it was in the seventies. Yeah, Sunny and Share was I on. I just saw Sunny you know, yesterday. Like, <laughs> he was talking to. Muhammad Ali. <laughs> uh, sorry. So, Sir Frank Roberts. Your favorite, your favorite British diplomat. Oh, I, why did we bring this up? <laughs> I'm so upset that Frank Roberts died. Uh, Bobo Brazil, who mm, was famous a WWF yeah, famous wrestler. WWF wrestler, Hall of Famer. Um, <laughs> yeah, okay. Uh, when I wrote I, this down, uh, <laughs> I, this is the his name is the only reason I have him on here. Damn it, um, God! Because when I read, it, you sent me your notes, and I read it this morning. And I was laughing for about five minutes. I was like, "Why is this in the middle of the in memoriam? This is gonna taste totally out." <laughs> Fat Pat. This is America. Pat, American, Pat. <laughs> American rapper. rapper. Okay, it's not as funny now, but Fat Pat. Falco, Rock Me Amadeus, Amadeus. Du Commissar, Harry Carey, the classic. Hi, everybody. Hi, everybody. Harry Carey, just a great day for baseball. And of course, Will Ferrell. Would you eat the mood if it were made of room? Will Ferrell's iconic take on Harry Carey. Uh, Henny Youngman, Youngman, classic one-liner comedian, uh, and was portrayed as an actual hen in an episode of Tiny Toons. Which is hilarious. Yeah. Practice. Fred W. Friendly. I just because his name was Fred Friendly. It sounds like a character on Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood or Coach. That sounds like or the Co- athletic director from Coach. No, that's uh, that's Howard Burley. Oh, right. Yeah, okay, it sounds so. like his name, but it's very sounds like Fred Friendly. Yeah, it's, it's me, Fred Friendly. Uh, Ray Nitschke. Ray Nitschke from the Green Bay Packers. Lloyd Bridges, who airplane, is airplane father. Bad of, day to stop sniffing glue. Yeah, father of Jeff Bridges and Bo Bridges. Mandelbaum. Mandel Izzy Mandelbaum. Yeah, yeah. from Seinfeld. <laughs> oh, Seinfeld had its series finale. Oh yeah, which Duh. was <laughs> which was like it's considered one of the worst series finales of all time because they aired that in Times Square. It was exactly. such a big deal. That night, Seinfeld. Forget Friends. Seinfeld might be the greatest sitcom of the nineties. Without like it a was doubt. most iconic sitcom yeah. of the 90s yeah. because it it wasn't like anything else of course with any television not just sitcoms you have plot you have you have story arcs that carry on for mm-hmm. episodes at a time so Seinfeld almost every episode is a one off to where in the grand scheme of things nothing happens yeah. 
there's just it's a series of events that are done comedically but what's great and i think we talked about this on an earlier episode like earlier in the show yeah it's great because until about season nine when larry david left most everything that happened in every episode happened to somebody involved with the show so if it wasn't jerry seinfeld or larry david it was like Spike Ferenstein, it was some one of the other writers. They, they were they did a great job of taking these moments to where normally you'd look at the, anyone would look at this on paper and be like, who cares? Like yeah. who cares that this happened? Like what's the big deal about yeah. this? Why are they talking about this? Why are they stressing out about this? And it, it was written so well and portrayed so well mm-hmm. that it made that funny. Like yeah, it, it made those things like relevant i guess it's these mundane things too that get brought up and talked about in the show that makes it so widely relatable right so that's seinfeld in a nutshell yeah but it it was like a really like crappy send-off yeah it was really done just to say i meant to make a note in there that seinfeld's series finale was in 98 but i forgot tammy wynette john derrick husband of Uh, bo Bo derrick sugar daddy yeah Yeah, bo Bo derrick sugar daddy yeah. yeah Um, Junkyard Dog, massively mm-hmm. popular WWF yeah. superstar. Um, Roy Rogers. I was, also, I was always pressured Roy, Roy Rogers, Rogers myself. Um, but Roy Rogers, that's from Die Hard. It wasn't just us being two old guys being yeah. weird. Yeah. Uh, but Roy Rogers was mm-hmm. he, like he was an American hero to yeah. a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Um, E.G. Marshall from Christmas Vacation. Christmas Vacation, yeah. Um, also, um, what else was he in? I just saw him in something. I'll think of it after the yeah, episode. Yeah. That's what's frustrating. Flojo. Um, Flojo, Florence Griffin Joyner. Um, Gene Autry, mm-hmm. who he sang originally the, I don't know, if was he the original singer of Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer? Yes. He sang, he sang one of the more popular versions. Yeah. He owned the California Angels for yeah. a long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, Frankie Yankovic, no relation to Weird Al Yankovic. Yeah. I just wanted to call him Frankie Yankee. Frankie Yankee. Uh, Flip Wilson. Flip Wilson, famous yeah. black comedian who mm-hmm. had a variety show, yeah. which was unheard of back in the 60s oh, and yeah. 70s. Of course. Um, Bob Kane. So notorious I got, notorious I will, theft. I will save it. I do not like Bob I Kane. I hate Bob Kane. I have no respect for Bob Kane. Um, Bill Finger created Batman. Yeah. Bill Fing- Everything that's paramount with Batman was created by Bill Finger. And if you want to get pissed off, but you also want to gain respect for the true creator of Batman. Watch the documentary on Hulu um, about Bill Finger. I forgot what it's called, but yeah. it pretty much everything attributes itself goes back to the mind of Bill Finger. And the I almost dropped a word. Bob Kane is a dirty thief. I really, really wanted to who say who took this. credit um, for creating Batman. Because was the sole took credit for being the sole creator of yeah. Batman. For what, 70, no, 60, 60 something years? And he didn't say anything at all about Bill Finger being responsible for anything with Batman until Bill Finger died broke and alone in his apartment that was being, that he was being evicted from. And no, they didn't find him for days. Nobody could, nobody, he didn't have a penny to his name when he passed away. And so much of those Batman royalties could have gone to Bill Finger to help give him a better life. But Bob Kane was a thief. He was a shyster. The only reason he took all the credit is because he's the one who walked it down to the publisher of, um, I think it was the publisher of Detective Comics. Mm-hmm. And he walked it down. It, yeah, it was Detective at the time. I'm thinking yeah. uh, Marvel used to be timely. Yeah. Um, but of Detective Comics. And... 
you know, it, they gave some sort of loophole that he he did. He pretty much took credit because he's the one who walked it down there. Because Bill Finger was a very reclusive, yeah. introverted guy, yeah. and Bob Kane is a showman and a mm-hmm. salesman, and he he was great at selling Bob Kane. Yeah, and Bob Kane, I have zero respect for Bob Kane. Exactly, <laughs> Bob Kane. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> so we're gonna so we're actually gonna end this in memoriam on yeah. one that hurts Let's, the most. This one, this so there's there's a few people celebrities and this is funny because people are like you didn't even know them but we have such a connection this is just a connection you can have to celebrities there's a few celebrities that i can name off the top of my head that i genuinely miss. sit there and i'm like john candy's one of them that i'm genuinely chris farley. like chris farley i'm like i miss john candy i miss chris farley i miss phil hartman mm-hmm. and i'm oh i'm kind of getting emotional thinking about it now um uh, yeah yeah phil hartman it was just just this comedic genius mm-hmm. who was part, you know, in his early days was part of like when Pee Wee's Playhouse was like a stage play. Mm-hmm. Um, he was in it. He helped co-write Pee Wee's Big Adventure. He was on Saturday Night Live. Mm-hmm. Um, he he was Troy McClure mm-hmm. in, the, in Simpsons. the Simpsons. He was a Lionel Hutz in The Simpsons. Yeah. He... He he was he was just he he was in Jingle all the way. He uh-huh. he did so many like we're leaving out so much. He was the ge- such a genius on Saturday Night Live. Mm-hmm. He was such this you know news radio news. He he was he had a career resurgence. In yeah. new, I mean his career wasn't really on the skits because he was consistently on The Simpsons. Yeah, and he wasn't too far removed from his tenure on. Saturday Night Live, the cast he was on in Saturday Night yeah. Live saved Saturday Night Live. The thing that makes it hurt is, and I know it sounds silly because we didn't know the guy, but being two people who are such huge fans of comedy, mm-hmm. real you know, as you get older, realizing the geniuses that mm-hmm. shaped your sense of humor mm-hmm. and the shape, the things that you love, um, what sucks the most is that he, he was such by all accounts, an incredible person, just a a well-loved guy. So well-loved, so generous. His wife was very mentally ill. Mm -hmm. She was a very jealous person. Mm -hmm. Um, She was on drugs and she murdered him. Mm -hmm. And it's just the way that the way that he passed away was just not, it's not befitting of anybody. No, especially not someone who is so well-loved and has Mm -hmm. contributed so much positive to the world. Right. Um, so the death of Phil Hartman is still something that like, w- whenever I read anything about Phil Hartman or watch a Phil Hartman sketch or mm-hmm. watch the Simpsons or l- see a biography, it's one of those bittersweet things that as you're laughing at what a genius this guy was, mm-hmm. it's bittersweet because you know that not only is it over, it met a terrible end mm-hmm. and um, and it's it's tough because it it can be easy in a murder it is and it is a murder suicide and yeah. they left two kids behind and it's it's yeah. really just 
it's horrible and it's tragic and it can be easy to look and you have these two camps you have the good and the evil phil hartman mm-hmm. was a well-loved sweet respected guy and his wife murdered him but like matt said we need to keep in perspective that she was mentally ill yeah. she was emotionally and mentally volatile and she mm-hmm. had been for years and years and years and there's many accounts of like her mental illness causing her to act out in ways mm-hmm. that like just weren't like uh, like nobody deserves to go through it nobody deserves to yeah like deal with that themselves and be going through it themselves and nobody deserves to be treated in a, a disrespectful way by somebody who's going through that but it's it's you have to understand that mental illness isn't black and white you can't yeah. just it's, you can't it's, just say oh they're a crazy person it, exactly and Phil Hartman's wife wasn't in the right state of mind yeah and, and it, her her mental illness mixed with drugs mixed with alcohol mm-hmm. mixed with again being jealous and emotionally volatile just came to a head and just blew up mm-hmm. and again i'm not condoning what she did the action itself i don't condone and anybody does it but try and come at it with some sort of understanding and some sort of idea that this is still a problem and that mm-hmm. anybody on the surface, they, their marriage on the surface could have looked great. Mm-hmm. But unless we see some of the warning signs or, you know, I, we're kind of rolling, a, I'm kind of rolling on a tangent here, but it's just, it's just, it's, it's not as black and white yeah, as some people may yeah, think. It's, it's, it's definitely, it's a lot, it, there's a larger issue at hand. Yeah. Yeah, and, um, but mainly yeah. I just wanted to draw the spotlight yeah, to and, Phil Hartman. Yeah, and I didn't want to completely make it super down because I want to I want to celebrate Phil Hartman yeah. with that in memoriam. I mean, mm-hmm. I almost started crying because just mm-hmm. a wave of emotion came over me just because, like Matt said, just the people who shape your childhood and shape your humor mm-hmm. growing up. Phil Hartman was one of those guys, whether we knew it or not, whether it's through Pee Wee's Big Adventure or through The Simpsons or something like yeah. that. And, and he's just just a just a good man and mm-hmm. that's what just makes it even sadder yeah is he was so funny but he's also just a good man mm-hmm. so like we did with 99 we're gonna take a quick break here um well we're gonna come back we're gonna try and lift you up a yeah. little bit so that we can end out this 1998 episode this 1998 episode on a positive note and have you coming back for next time so when we come back from break we're gonna round out this episode gotta start putting that at the top yeah <laughs> or like in the middle or something it's like we have to have something humorous then kind of bring it down and then come back to the humor i think we need to start these episodes with the in yeah. memoriam because that's emotionally draining yeah um hello <laughs> so welcome back so we're starting over <laughs> yeah this whole we're gonna okay start the so, in memoriam so i'm gonna cut every this hour and a half we just were recording i'm gonna cut all that and we're gonna start from right here so those were the dead people. And now, <laughs> some movies. <laughs> yeah. All right. Anyway. What a way to bring honor to them. I was just saying, those were the dead people. <laughs> those, that's, that's just as bad as saying, oh. Those are the people buried ass up. <laughs> <laughs> ass up, face down. Um, like, <laughs> is that a rap song? It's, it's like it's, one of those dance clubs on ass up, face down. Dun, well, dun, no, dun, it, dun, it is dun, a lyric and a rap song. Oh, it's, is it? It's disgusting. Ew. Uh, I'm, I'm thinking about it now. Sorry. Okay, it's it's, it's a, late. I, so should, like, I shouldn't have said it. I'm sorry. It's disrespectful, and it's also disrespectful to say somebody is worm chow. Um, <laughs> 
Um, <laughs> which is, it's very insensitive. Um, anyway, on those notes, thank you for listening. God, everybody. <laughs> Let's. I gotta think of something to bring it back up. Oh, I got it. Uh, so Shirley Temple. Shirley Temple. I almost said passed away recently. Uh, <laughs> Did Shirley, she? In twenty fourteen. I don't oh, know. Right. Uh, yeah. Twenty. I. 2014, because I remember being like, I wonder, is Shirley Temple still alive? And literally the next day, she passed away. So I think I killed her. Someone um, in the room next to you is like, no. Yes. <laughs> she still is, but I'm not done. <laughs> <laughs> That's, I'm, <it's> <laughs> That's deplorable. Christ I'm so almighty. Sm- I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, man, I keep digging myself deeper, which is not an apropos thing to say right now. Dude. <laughs> Christ, just quit. Just, we got it. Okay. All right, I'm sorry. Uh, so animal, I was saying animal crackers in my soup. My, no, damn it, I sang in it wrong. In my scat. Animal crackers, animal scatting in my soup. Monkeys and rabbits scatting in my soup. <laughs> Those of you who don't know, scat is another word for poop. Animal poop. Yeah. So when you hear somebody scatting, like Scatman John, I eat Scatman. Doesn't mean he's eating scat. Yeah. Animal scat. Um. So Scooby Doo Baba Doo up. Scooby Doo Baba Boo. So if you want to end on that. Yeah. Here. And that I think what Steven was trying to say that in your everyday life, whatever you do, try not to be rude, be rad. We'll see you next time. This concludes our broadcast day.